we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. Clive and Beth have at last found a site for their health food centre and have persuaded Tom Palmer to join them to sell freshly caught fish. John Goff, however, is furious about the threat to his family grocery. The vicar seems to have burnt his boats by making improper overtures to Mary Taggart and the Major and Dorothy Peggs are going to complain to the Bishop. Meanwhile, the Castlewick light is recovering from a fire in the kitchen. You know, I take my hat off to Jim Hunter. He's done a super job repainting the walls. You know, Jeremy, you'll have to keep an eye on Billy. He thinks he can do everything by himself. Yes, I know. I don't know what would have happened to the pub if I hadn't been around. He wouldn't have been able to cope with that fire by himself, that's for sure. You're probably right. Anyway, what do you make of all this stuff in the Meldersham Review? What, the local paper? That's right. They seem to have got hold of it now. There's a lot going on in Castlewick that doesn't meet the eye. Oh, you'd think the vicar of a church will be above that sort of thing. Well, he's only like the rest of us, I suppose. Tell you one thing for free. He'd better stay clear of my Mary in future. I shouldn't think you need to worry, Tom. I can't see him staying in Castlewick. He's in an impossible situation. Hope you're right. Oh, hello there, John. Come and join us. Good evening, Mr. Goff, usual. Hey, Jeremy. <coughs> you're getting to be quite an old hand at this, ain't you? What's yours, Tom? I'm okay, thanks. You, Jeremy? Oh, that's kind of you. A tonic water, please. You seem very full of the joys of life for a Wednesday evening, John. Do I? Well, I suppose I am. I've had a damn good idea, and I've also had some good news. Well, won the pools? <laughs> nothing like that. Family. Had a letter from my brother Richard. What, the one who emigrated to Canada? That's him. He's decided to come over in a few weeks. That'll be nice for you. Yes, it will. Haven't seen him for 20 years. Evening all. Evening, Raj. Big night tonight. Really? And why's that? We're back to serving meals again. Kitchen's back in service from tonight. Then let me suggest we all christen your new kitchen. Supper's on me. <laughs> Do come in, uh, Major Peacock. Good to see you. Uh, Miss, um, Miss Peggs. Uh, well, do make yourselves comfortable. There, the, the chaise longue. Uh, don't want to make things too formal, do we? Oh, just push that cushion to one side, Miss... Uh... Thank you, Bishop. Oh, a lovely piece of furniture. Hand-carved. Regency, actually. Now, let's organise some refreshment. Nothing like a drop of Darjeeling to ease things on occasions such as these. Ah, Mrs Todd, do come in. I bet she says, you rang, my lord. Hush, Major, thou yeah. Would you care for some tea, my lord? Just what I was thinking, Mrs. Todd. Would that suit everyone? Oh, yes, jolly good show. Most kind of you, Bishop. Right you are, then. Tea for three. Now, to business. Indeed. Well, now, my immediate reaction to what you told me over the phone, Major Peacock, is to ask whether you are absolutely sure of your facts. I mean, gossip and rumours spread so easily oh, in parishes, so, and they can cause so much hurt. We wouldn't dream of making any such charges lightly, Bishop. Of that you may be quite sure. Oh, quite, quite. Now, I don't doubt that for one moment, Miss, um, Miss Peggs, uh, and obviously I have made a few inquiries of my own, and it remains for me to interview Father Marsh. But I must make it clear. 
So far, I have no proof of anything more than an indiscretion. An indiscretion? But the man's living in sin with a married woman. Oh, calm yourself, Dorothy. As I understand it, Father Marsh has a live-in housekeeper who's separated from her husband. No different to my own circumstances here. Uh, but the vicar led us to believe she was a widow. Exactly. Why did the vicar and Mrs. Perry resort to lies and deception? Well, that I cannot answer. But we must none of us jump to premature conclusions and... What about his attempt to force himself on Mrs. Taggart? And in the church at that. Exactly. Right in front of the altar. Totally unacceptable, I agree, if matters are what you seem to think. But can we be sure of Mrs. Peggs? Taggart. I beg your pardon? I'm Peggs. She's Taggart. Oh, yes, y yes, indeed. Uh, Mrs. Taggart. Uh, can we be so sure of her veracity? I mean, after all, she has, so I understand, been deserted by her husband, and she might well be in a state... Absolutely not, Bishop. Mrs. Taggart, in my view, is entirely trustworthy. And I must say that I am extremely surprised at your attitude, Bishop. The Major and I are both responsible people, and we would not have disturbed you unless... Oh, quite, quite, quite so. Well, I'm very sorry if you think that, think that, but it behoves all of us to act fairly. After all, we don't want the, um, the gutter press getting their hands on this, uh, this story. Oh, too late, I'm afraid. I bought the Mention Review on the way here. This week's edition out early. Now, look at that. Father Marsh right across the front page. Now do you understand, Bishop? We want decisive action. Father Marsh must go. Goodness me. Well, I do hope neither of you had anything to do with... My Lord Bishop, you astonish me. We are trying to avoid scandal, not create it. Lord knows how they got their grubby hands on it. Perhaps the family's talked. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dearie me, well, this is really all very disturbing. I really feel that... Here we are, then. Tea for three. Ah, splendid. Miss Peggs, Major, do either of you take sugar? Of course I do, Clive. No, I realise that. We'll see... Well, we can discuss it when you get back from London. Look, I've got to go. He's back. Take care. Me too. You're back early, Jeremy. Not much going on in the light. Billy and Marge said I deserved to pack up early. Well, you've certainly been putting in the hours. I hardly see anything of you. Probably just as well. Do you want some supper? No, thanks. John Goff treated us all to scampi and chips. My word, what's come over him? Unlike John to give much away. His long-lost brother is over from Canada for a few weeks. Apparently, he hopes to get up to Castlewick. Well, that'll be nice for him. Who was that on the phone? Oh, just one of those telephone salespeople. Absolute nuisance, they are. Right. What have you got that music on for? Just fancied listening to it. Anyway, I thought you liked it. Don't you remember? You played that record when we first... Yes, I remember. Hard, of course I do. Hardly appropriate now, though. Jeremy! Sentimental nonsense. I want to see the local news. Maybe something about our amorous vicar. Poor man. The hatchets are really out. Nothing more than he deserves. Men who carry on with other men's wives ought to be castrated. A bit brutal for the 20th century, isn't it? It would soon stop adultery. You are in a mood, aren't you? Seems to me you're happier working at the light than you are at home with me. 
Well, I'm off to bed. Are you coming? Not for a while. Anyway, I'd better stay up in case we get any more telephone sales. What a cheerful sound. Nothing like children's voices lifted in song. Ah, seven-year-olds getting ready for the school play, Major. Mr. Whitehouse works wonders with them. You know, it takes me back to the days when I'm I was... I'm sorry, Major, but I can only spare you half a minute. Uh, this is not a good time for a chat when I'm on duty at school. I have a hundred and one things to attend to. Oh, I'm sorry, Dorothy, but I just wondered whether you'd heard anything from the bishop yet. Give him time, Major, give him time. He can't do anything until he's sure. But there's one deadline he can't escape. Oh, really? And what's that? The meeting of the parish church council. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, six weeks' time, isn't it? Seven. Ah, yes. A decision will have to be made by then. Good morning, Mrs. Halstead. I'm afraid Mr. Blades is out. Oh, not to worry. I'll wait if he's not going to be too long. He should be back shortly. He's only gone to the bank. Make yourself comfortable. Thank you. Lovely weather we're having. Very pleasant. Mind you, we could do with some rain. We certainly could. Oh, God, and it's bone dry. How awful. Of course, you don't have to worry so much with your patio garden at Langton Cottage. No. Mind you, those tubs do dry out quickly, don't they? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> ah, here's Mr. Blades at last. Hello, Beth. Hello, Clyde. Didn't expect to see you. Come on through. Sit down, Beth. Coffee? Oh, not now, thanks. Look, I've got to speak to you, Clive. No problem. As a matter of fact, I need to speak to you rather urgently as well. Oh? That London visit really has hit the jackpot. Really? Why? Only got back in the early hours. Thank God it's the weekend. Anyway, I've met someone who's dead keen on our health food fisheries project. And he's looking for some small, viable projects in this country to invest in. A foreigner? Well, in a sort of way. Old Clive, not Japanese. No, no, nothing like that. But what could interest a foreign investor in a small business in Castlewick? Who knows? But that's irrelevant. He's going to put some money up front. That's what's important. Oh, dear. You're so impulsive. How do you know he's reliable? Trust me. It all feels right. So you see, darling, there's going to be no stopping us now. Oh, Clive. 